Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple-shot K-Cup with my guest, Serena Sung. Let's flash back really quickly, Serena, to when you were in school, you majored in psychology and you graduated summa cum laude from the University of Georgia. Did you know what you wanted to do with that degree when you graduated? I did by the time I graduated. Kind of. So when I first started off with my psychology degree, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it, but I did have a sense of direction and that I wanted to probably go into industrial organizational psychology. But then I made a couple of pivots during college. So by the time I graduated, I knew that I was looking for a role in HR, but probably a role in recruiting. So I took those three and a half years in college and try to figure out exactly what I wanted to do with that. And I'm lucky because psychology is still somewhat related to HR. So it wasn't too hard of a pivot to make, but I'm glad I had all of those experiences that I did in college to help me make that decision. And how did you make the decision to go into HR recruiting? Was there someone who helped to influence you? I would say there were a lot of people along the way who helped me realize that decision. So one of the first things I did was through a program at my university called Intern for a Day. So you get to go to a company and I got to experience what it was like to work in HR for literally half a day. But even being in that short experience helped me realize like, okay, I think I can see myself in this. So I continued to pursue opportunities like that. You know, I had a summer internship. I had another summer internship after that. I joined a school organization related to HR and through all those cumulative experiences, it just kept showing me like, okay, I'm still interested and passionate about this field. And that's the reason why I just continue to pursue it throughout. But on the flip side, the reason why I didn't pursue industrial organizational psychology more was because I had experiences in that as well. I was involved in a couple of research labs, but didn't find a whole lot of fulfillment in doing that. And even though I was 
I think, decent at running the experiments and writing the research papers. It just wasn't something that I saw myself doing long term. In our Espresso Shots interview, and by the way, check out show notes to see if Serena's Espresso Shots episode has already dropped. You mentioned that once you made the decision that you wanted to try to get into human resources Mm -hmm. and recruiting, you joined the professional human resources group on campus, Mm -hmm. association on campus. Yes. What advice do you have to offer students around how they take advantage of clubs, extracurriculars, volunteer experiences, internships while they're on campus, maybe even part-time jobs to help position them for jobs post-grad? Yeah, this is definitely something I wish I were able to do. But if you already know what field you want to go into, or at least want to try it out, there are a lot of part-time student assistant jobs that you can apply for. So I had a few friends who were in marketing ones, working for, for example, the Office of International Student Life. Or for HR specifically, I also had another friend who literally emailed the HR department at school and asked if they'd be willing to take on an intern. So you can create those opportunities for yourself. You don't necessarily, those opportunities don't exist, then you can try to create one as well. Love it. Two final questions for you. If you could share a time in your relatively short professional life, Serena, Mm -hmm. when you struggled, maybe you stumbled, maybe you screwed up something. The most important thing here is how you persevered and if there was a lesson that you learned in the process. I would say one of the most difficult parts of my college experience for me was when I was looking for that full-time position. And this was during my last semester of college. And the process was honestly a lot harder than I expected it to be. You know, nobody tells you that at the end of college, you're going to go through six months or more of recruitment season in order to find a job. And even at that point, even if you graduate with a bachelor's degree, you might not necessarily have a job ready to go lined up. You know, everyone goes into college expecting that they'll get a job right away afterwards. So it was a depressing experience for me, applying to a lot of positions, but not getting a lot of interviews. But at the end of the day, when I did finally land that offer, it just allowed me to you know, experience so much more gratitude for being able to land that position and not take it for granted. How many positions did you end up applying for? Probably 25 to 50 positions, somewhere in that range. And why Cox? So Cox has a really good reputation in Atlanta. It's very family friendly. It is a private company too, so they're able to maintain that part of their culture. And it's also just like a great place to work at. They consistently ranked in the top 50 for diversity. They really take care of their employees and it's just a fun place to work. Awesome. Final question, Serena. If you could go back to college, back to the University of Georgia and do it all over again, but based on the wisdom you have now, what advice would you give yourself? I would tell myself not to worry so much about grades because I had been conditioned ever since elementary school to try really hard in class. And that made sense. Obviously, your GPA in high school doesn't matter for college, but 
when you're in college, your GPA doesn't matter as much if you're going into the corporate world. And, you know, I graduated with a 3.95. I could have definitely been a little bit more lenient with that. And even if I had a 3.4 GPA, that would have been perfectly fine. That wouldn't have affected anything at all. <laughs> Except I did have scholarships that I would have had to keep my grades up in order to keep my scholarships that paid for my tuition. So I would have wanted to keep the minimum there. But in terms of that, you know, I would have been so hard on myself for making a B on a paper or a test because at the end of the day, the purpose of college is to get a job. So I wish I would have focused a little bit more time onto my career as opposed to my classes. Incredible. 3.95. And I actually have posted about this too. And I got a little pushback from some people about how students, your GPA doesn't matter. The only time it matters is if you want to go to grad school. Right, exactly. But you're not asking them what their GPA is when you're mm-hmm. recruiting, right? Yeah, for the most part. There are definitely consulting firms or top companies out there that will care that you have at least, for example, a 3.0. But I don't think I've seen any companies that say, you know, you have to have a 3.8 in order to enter an organization or anything like that. Totally. Serena is all over LinkedIn. You've got to follow her. Her last name is T-S-E-N-G. We'll include a link to her LinkedIn profile in show notes. Serena, I want to thank you so much for making time for coffee today, even though you don't drink it with me and the T4C community. This was absolutely wonderful. It was great speaking with you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.